The Direction Daily S&P 500 Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs. Trade under the ticker SPXL for the 3X Bull and XPSS for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the S&P 500 index for a single day. The S&P 500 index holdings include names such as Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, and Facebook, with index sector weightings including information technology, healthcare, financials, and consumer discretionary. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on S&P 500, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to direction.com. Index holdings are subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at Direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services. Well, Season 3 of ETF Battles is in full swing, and today's contest is a quadruple header between four momentum-focused ETFs. It's another audience-requested contest. This time, it's iShares, JP Morgan, Spiders, and Vanguard facing off. Who wins the battle? Find out right after this. Welcome to ETF Battles. We're in Season 3. And if it's your first time here, be sure to hit the subscribe button. Like our content if you've been enjoying our shows. And if you've got a specific ETF matchup that you'd like to see, post your ETF ticker symbols in the comment section below, and we will look at it. Now, today's ETF battle was sent to us by Thomas Beck, and it got a lot of likes, a lot of thumbs up. So that tells me that there's a lot of interest in momentum investing and ETFs linked to it. So congratulations, Thomas. You win a ETF Battles shirt because we chose your contest, your tickers. And so be sure to visit the comment section below and the instructions to claim your prize. Today's contest is going to be judged by Dave Natick with the ETF Trends and Todd Rosenbluth with CFRA Research. Guys, welcome back. Great to see you. Great to be here. Thanks for having us. So we've got our four battle categories, and this, of course, is a quadruple header. <clears throat> you know, there are so many M's in this particular battle. I, I may have to just eat some M&Ms while you guys are, are talking about your analysis, but we've got cost, exposure, strategy, performance, and then the mystery category. And uh, for the mystery category, that's our Alfred Hitchcock favorite. It's the one category where our judges get to pick a single factor or maybe multiple factors to support their analysis. And mystery categories known uh, only to the judges themselves. So let's begin with the first category to kick this battle off. And then, of course, I should mention at the end of the show, we'll declare an overall battle winner. The program may at, end in a split decision. We'll just have to see what our judges come up with. Um, so let's start with cost. Todd, please get us started. Well, this one is a tough one because all of these ETFs charge you between 12 basis points and 15 basis points from in terms of an expense ratio standpoint. So I'm actually going to choose the one that I believe is the most expensive MTUM because it's the largest, it's the most liquid, it trades the most. It is three basis points more than some of its peers, but that's okay because you're making that up if you're moving in and out of this at some point. So I'm going to go with MTUM as my winner, but all of these you'd be fine with from a, an expense ratio perspective, in my view. 
Thank you very much, Todd. I got you down for MTUM. Dave, how do you see it in terms of cost? Uh, you know, I'll split the difference here. I'll give it to JMOM uh, at 12 basis points. Uh, it's technically a little bit cheaper, but Todd's fundamentally right. There's three basis points splitting these four funds. The cost differential is not going to be the difference in your performance. These funds are going to perform wildly differently with way more than three basis points worth of variance on any time frame, even one day. So the difference in expense ratios here is largely irrelevant, but I'll give it to JMOM anyway. Thank you very much, Dave. I got you down for JMOM. We next shift to exposure strategy. So Dave, you're still up. How do you see it between these four ETFs? Well, this is a bit of the big lift here. This is where these funds are actually pretty different. Uh, MTUM is, is a pretty dirt standard large mid fund uh, using a pretty straightforward methodology looking backwards at price performance with an adjustment for volatility. So it's trying to get you that risk adjusted return that you want out of a momentum strategy. You can say that a little bit about everybody else here. MMTM for its part starts with a full 1500 security universe and actually includes all of those securities. It just plays with the weighting to try to get you a little bit of a momentum tilt while still being effectively a total markets fund. JMOM uses a proprietary index that does sector matching, which is kind of interesting. And then last, VFMO is actually an all-cap active quant strategy. It's not even tracking a direct index. If I have to pick between one of these, as much as it pains me, I think I'd lean into the most boring of the four, which would be MTUM, uh, I, it, largely because if you're going after a momentum fund, you want something that's going to show you momentum when the numbers come out. This is the most momentum-y of the portfolios here. And for that reason, I give it the nod. Thank you, Dave. I also like uh, that word, momentum-y, always inventing new words. That's great. You see, we, we expand our language on uh, ETF battles, and that's fantastic. Great analysis. It's all part of the service. <laughs> very good. Very good. Okay, so let's shift to Todd. Todd, how do you see it in terms of exposure strategy? Yeah, so Dave got the facts right, but I just think his analysis of those facts are wrong. So I'm going to go with J-Mom. I actually don't know why he's spelling out the ticker. J-Mom. Who doesn't want to say mom as part of a video that we're doing here? The problem that I have with MTUM, as good as it is at providing exposure to it, is that it's semi-annually. So that's the big difference. With the Vanguard product, it's actively managed. They can make changes whenever they want to. That perhaps might be too much. The Spider product, it actually slowly tilts a little bit and a little bit here and there. And it's pretty much giving you mostly the exposure you'd get from the S&P 1500. I'm going with JMOM because it's 300 stocks. It's rebalanced quarterly. And it's got that sector neutrality. So it's finding the highest momentum stocks on a quarterly basis that's frequent enough, but not too frequent, and not taking on sector bets. So from a core part of the portfolio with a momentum angle to it, I'm going with J-Mom. And I'm going to get Dave to say mom before this is over. Oh, I will. <laughs> mom, mom, mom. Very good. Thank you very much, Todd. We appreciate that. And uh, hi to moms, right? Got to show the love. Now moms we should everywhere. Mom's everywhere. Exactly. Now we shift to uh, performance, which uh, is going to be interesting. So, um, Todd, you're still up. How do you see this quadruple header in terms of performance? Yeah, well, J-Mom is the winner. Uh, it was the winner over three years. It by far was uh, the stronger of, of it. If you look on a shorter time period from a, a one-year basis, the Spider product, MMTM, not taking on that much momentum exposure, not shifting all that much. 
uh, was better. And MTUM was by far the worst performer. It actually swung late into some of the sectors and then rotated again after the momentum had shifted quite a bit. So JMOM is my winner here. Let's shift to Dave. How do you see it, Dave, in terms of performance? Well, I mean, I understand why uh, Todd's holding out for JMOM. I think we already know which way he's leaning on this whole thing. On a short-term basis, you can't argue with MMTM simply doing better uh, and capturing this latest market. Um, while I have other issues with it, I think I would give performance here to MMTM. MMTM is your choice. I got you down in terms of performance. Thank you, Dave. Now the mystery battle category where our judges get to surprise us with uh, their single factor or maybe multiple factors that they feel are meaningful to today's contest. So, Dave, what is your uh, mystery battle category? Uh, What is it and who wins it? Well, for me, it's factor exposure. If you're buying a single factor ETF, what you want is the maximum exposure to that factor. And how much you pay for it and what it performed in a given quarter or a given year should matter less than how purely you're getting that exposure. Because very few people just own a momentum fund in a vacuum. They're owning it to either get some momentum exposure on top of a portfolio or to balance it off. Maybe they've got a momentum value switching strategy they're using or something, right? So they get used as these tactical tools for that reason. And factor exposure is the mystery category for me. And I've got to give this to MTUM. As boring as this fund is, and it's as boring as you can make a fund like this, uh, it is the most momentum forward one of these products. And depending on how you measure momentum, I like the MSCI methodology for measuring momentum. And by their metric, this is by far the most momentum-y of these products. So it's going to give you that direct factor exposure. If I was going to split decision at all, it would definitely be down to JMOM. I like sector balancing. I think that's a great idea. So if you're looking for a portfolio, JMOM. If you're looking for a tool, MTUM. So I hear a split decision there. Between those two. Okay. Got you down for a split decision on your mystery. Uh, we shift next to Todd. What is your mystery battle category and who wins it? So we at CFRA have a star rating methodology combining cost as well as risk and reward attributes. We have a five-star rating on JMOM, on MTUM, and on MM. TM. So we have a four star on the Vanguard product. So we tend to like momentum strategies in this environment. We think they're likely to perform well over the next nine months. So that makes it a little bit hard when I've got three five stars and I'm supposed to like all of my children equally. Uh, I'm going to go with JMOM because of the combination of risk and reward. It actually scores the highest on those two factors overall and the ticker. Uh, you just like saying it out loud. <laughs> I do. I actually don't man. know. I actually don't know why this is not a more popular product. It's actually quite small. I would think the ticker alone should should be able to. It tells you what it is. It's pretty simple. It's way too small. So I'm gonna go with a. I'm gonna go with a split decision. I guess uh, because the three five stars equally. Um, but I. But my overall winner, I think we're leaning towards pretty obvious. Wow, you're splitting down to thirds. That's a new I'm, one. I'm, I'm splitting down to thirds. <laughs> hey, there's three of us here. We can all have a slice of the pie. That may be a first. I'll have to check the archives. We This may be a first, Todd, that we've ever had a triple – what was that? A triple split decision? So the triple Lindy. In a quadruple header. <laughs> Todd loves everything. <laughs> all right, guys. I mean, there's so many M's. I, I'm still – you know, I've lost track of all the M's. I, I that should have been have the mystery another- category, number of M's, and then MMTM would win. Yeah. I'm on my fifth bag of M&M's, by the way. 
Okay, now we're going to shift to our – where are we, guys? I've lost track. We're closing we're, up. We're closing up. Okay, this is your final opportunity, judges, to give us your overall battle winner. And so I believe, Todd, you're still up. Give it to us. Yeah, my winner is going to be J-Mom. Uh, although I didn't choose it for cost, I understand why. It was a split decision largely, although I gave it to MTUM from a liquidity perspective. The performance – the exposure is stronger, and this is a five-star to us at CFRA. So that would be my overall winner, J-Mom. Gotcha. Dave, your final opportunity to weigh in, give it to us. Oh, boy. It's, I, I can't, I'm going to split decision myself in the final final offer here. MTUM and J-Mom both deserve a look. Okay. MTUM and J-Mom split decision for Dave. And according to my battle scorecard, this is a, a very narrow victory for J-Mom. And uh, that one got the most votes from both of our judges. Um, pointing out, uh, let's see, this was Todd in exposure strategy, which I thought was a, a very solid point that it does a quarterly rebalance and it's sector takes a sector neutral approach. So you're not going to get, uh, you know, too much technology or too much utilities or some of these other sectors. So that that was an interesting uh, take from Todd. And then Dave mentioning, listen, factor exposure as his mystery category, and that was a huge point, that that's really what you want to focus on. And, and he, and, you know, preferred MTUM on that front. Um, but overall, uh, I think a solid job of breaking it down uh, for us. Those of you that are interested in momentum stocks and momentum investing, I think what we've given you on today's episode of ETF Battles is a great starting point for further research. So keep JMOM on your radar. Judges, thank you so much for making it fun and breaking it down for us. Todd and Dave, well done. Thanks a lot. Have a good day. Thanks for having us. Well, that does it for today's episode of ETF Battles. Be sure to check out the description section below. We've got links to our judges as well as uh, viewer resources. Also, be sure to listen to ETF Battles on podcasts. We've got uh, the show available at iTunes, Spotify, and other major podcasting platforms. Which ETF battles would you like to see in our next episode? Post your ticker symbols in the comment section below. You can also find us on Twitter at ETF Guide. I'm Rhonda Leggy. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. The Direction Daily S&P 500 Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs. Trade under the ticker SPXL for the 3X Bull and XPSS for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the S&P 500 Index for a single day. The S&P 500 Index holdings include names such as Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, and Facebook, with index sector weightings including information technology, healthcare, financials, and consumer discretionary. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on S&P 500, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to Direction.com. Index holdings are subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at Direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services.